welcome to the second. Uh, Johnny and I are laughing right now because we've just sat down for about 10 minutes recording. Well, actually, we've just realized we've not been recording. There was some brilliant content, which now has been lost in the wind. So um, here we are doing the second week of the Growth Track podcast. Been a bit cr- it was your responsibility <laughs> to make it work. It's my responsibility to press the record button. Um, which it is now recording. So, Johnny, we're now recording the second Growth Track podcast. And Flatly last this, week. Uh, religion of forgiveness and <laughs> yeah. grace, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, here we are uh, from. Uh, we're recording this week from. The i360. Yes, it's, we are uh, from the i yeah. It is lovely up here, isn't it? It is beautiful. To my left, I can see Brighton, uh, which looks uh, sparkling in the sunshine. An amazing view of Brighton from up here. And on my left, I uh, know, that was my left, my right. Yes, my left is uh, the sea, which you can see just as well from, from ground level yeah. as you can from up here. But it's great. Yes. So it's half a, half a very good view. Yeah, and thank you British Airways for giving us this yes. um, the whole I360 just to ourselves to do this podcast. Complimentary. Yeah. Um, this is With nothing in return. Nothing, nothing in, in return. return. But if you were looking at flights today, yes, as they say, British Airways is the best way. Yes, yes. And they... The... The quality of service. Oh, unbelievable. Yes. The it is food. Incredible. Yeah. Everything about them, I think, just makes them the best airline, probably, yeah, in, just probably. My, in my opinion. Yes. Worth every penny. Worth every penny. Thank you, BA. Thank you, PA. And we look forward to our next podcast being recorded live from a flight. Yes. Which yeah. we're going to do. Yeah. Which yeah. they gave to us again. Very really, excited. Very kindly. So, Johnny, last week we sat... In return. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last week we sat down and we we just chatted really about the year ahead and for all of us who are doing the growth track and we sort of spoke about the six different elements which we're coming to, which is the three private and three public, which is the three private Bible in one year to read a book per term and to listen to this brilliant podcast and to commit to three public things, which is to commit to your team commit to a group and commit to being coached and we sort of chatted about how these are six elements which we find we which we think we hope will be really helpful to to us who are trying to grow in our faith a bit of a training regime yeah um and then as you put it at the end actually it is i mean all of these things we can do but it is the grace of god it is the spirit which grows us and that is that is the crucial thing so thank you for making sure we understand that and that is that is the most important thing that is God's spirit that grows us. And and this week, um, let's talk about the Bible. Great place to start. Um, I'm doing the Bible in one year. I yeah, yeah I, going? it's tough. I find the um I can do the New Testament. I feel comfortable reading that. I mean it's still very difficult. There's certain bits I am not sure. So you feel comfortable as in feel comfortable. Like emotionally rather than like physically when like where are you sitting? Oh, like I often wrap myself in a blanket, cup okay. of tea. Yeah, great. And read the New Testament. So I feel comfortable when yeah. I the um yeah and uh where and the Psalms they're quite nice some of them are pretty crazy, Proverbs most of it goes over my head, um, the Old Testament I find that quite difficult but we're gonna do another not today oh, but yeah. another podcast where we're gonna do I think next week um yes. all about dealing with tricky bits in the yeah. Bible so um that would be great so yeah doing it find it good some days some days I miss out I don't do it I try and catch up. But we're doing the Bible in one year, and this is a great place for for us to start. And Johnny, I want to ask you, and it would be great for us to spend a bit of time talking about this. But the Bible, why, why have we got the Bible? <laughs> why, why are we reading it? Why, why is it actually 
really important that, that we do read it and, and study it. Um, help us, Johnny. Well, the Bible has been really helpful for me in my own relationship with Jesus. I'd probably say the most significant moment in my relationship with Jesus was age 15, 14 or 15. I think it was in 1997 or 1996, September Good 3rd year. or September, around then. 4th? Would have been my 4th birthday if it was September 4th. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, it's just before then. Okay. It wasn't the 4th. Um, I started reading the Bible for myself and I did it purely as a challenge. I thought, can I read the Bible from start to finish? And so I did. I read four chapters a day. And I did it. Whatever happened, I just thought I just going to read four chapters a day and see if I can get through it. I did that. But what I found then was that once I finished, I found myself wanting to start again. Mm. And it took me actually, um, it took me about eight or nine months to, to finish the Bible. I finished it. And then I found myself wanting to, to read it again. And then I found myself writing down bits that jumped out at me. And then I discovered that what I was reading was matching what was going on in my own life. And from that time, I've tried to read the Bible every morning or every evening. And I have found it to be indispensable for, for life, really. And it's not there on tricky bits, bits I don't understand, bits I, I just don't... I think I do understand what it's saying, and I think I don't know how quite how to process that. But the Bible is, is God speaking to us. It's the voice of God. And for any relationship to work, you need communication. And the Bible is the primary way in which God communicates with us. It's the primary way we listen to God. And listening is, is so important. I don't know whether you've ever had a, a friendship where one party, uh, where you have a, a friend and, and they they just talk about themselves. They just talk about what's going on with them, what they're feeling, what they're going through, what help they need, and never ask you any questions, just aren't interested in your life mm. at all. And I think sometimes our relationship with God can be some, a bit like that. Mm. We go to God with, oh, Lord, I need your help with this. And this is what's going on in my life. And this is what's going on. Without ever thinking to say, oh, God, what, what about you? What, mm. what have you been doing? What do you think? Who are you? Um, what were you doing in, at the beginning of time? What will mm. you do at the end of time? And it's about showing an interest in God and listening to his voice. And so I found the Bible to be, to be this essential element for a, a healthy relationship with God. And it's, it's helped me in so many different ways. There, a few of the passages that I love which speaks of this is the, uh, that passage in uh, Psalm 1, where it says in uh, Psalm 1, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers, not so the wicked. They are like chaff, or chaff, uh, chaff. Uh, that the wind blows away. Is that when, you know... Chafe is when you've been on the beach all day. And your your thighs are rubbing together. Yeah, the rash. Yeah. 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 Sorry, keep How going. How is that going? Yeah. It, oh, years now. Years. Yeah. Please um, keep reading the Bible. Oh, yeah, sorry. Thank you. Um, uh, 
Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the way in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. But the what I love about that is that that image of those who meditate on the Lord day and night. That person is like a tree planted with streams of water. It's a sense of this life-giving nourishment, uh, which is fruitful. It has then things to offer other other people. And not like ch- chaff is um, chaff is actually something that's weightless, something that's just blown around mm. by the wind. And what the Bible gives us is this stability. It means that we're rooted. And I found out so many times in my life that this has been the thing that's that's rooted me, mm. that's given me context for things, that's just kept me on the right paths. And it's this it's this life giving nourishment. You have. When Jesus is in the desert being tempted by the devil, he keeps on quoting from the Bible. That's what sustains him through this time of intense weakness, intense temptation, a really tough time for Jesus. And he says, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And what he's saying is the word of the Lord is like it's like food. It's mm-hmm. more important than any other food for Jesus. It's food that 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 builds him up and nourishes him it's just like it's it's as important as spiritual food and so one of the things i do to because of that is i try and read the bible first thing in the day Mm. before i before i eat anything else because i'm just saying to myself this is spiritual Mm. no if nothing else happens today at least i've read the bible yeah even if i don't have physical food i'm gonna have my spiritual food and breakfast is really important to me. I don't take great care of my <laughs> breakfast. Um, I have like layers of cereals. Oh. So I have like um, like a flake type cereal, like yeah. Special K yeah. or um, something uh, something like the fruit and fiber would work yeah. for that. And then granola. Oh. Something crunchy, yeah. that level. And then muesli yeah. uh, on top. And then I have uh, frozen fruit. Wow. Uh, like frozen berries. And then milk and then a dollop of yogurt. <laughs> really? Yeah. That wow. is my breakfast almost every morning. And the frozen fruit then gradually melts yeah. in the milk, but also keeps the milk cold. Flakes don't get soggy at the bottom? Uh, you have to eat it quite. Yeah. You have to eat it at the right pace. Yes. So too quick and the frozen fruit is still frozen yes. quite hard. Too slow and the flakes get soggy. Mm. But that, I, I really believe strongly in my, in my breakfast. But even more important to me than my breakfast is actually having a bit of time reading the Bible and being nourished and it's not so that it doesn't always happen there are times where Mm. i miss it but this is the thing that that i feel i i need for the day Mm. and there's that uh passage actually that we um tara and i had at our wedding joshua one where joshua's just taken over from moses he's about to head off into this unknown land and it's he doesn't know what's ahead of him and it says, God says to him, be strong and uh, be very courageous. And he says, then be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. And do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you'll be prosperous and successful have i not commanded you be strong and very courageous and again as someone who doesn't really count themselves strong or 
or courageous. Uh, the Bible has been the thing that's encouraged me at times where I felt quite weak or fearful. Uh, the Bible, reading the Bible each day, it's the thing that's given me the courage to go for things. Uh, whether big things, relational things, work things. I mean, it was the Bi- reading the Bible one morning that actually prompted me to propose to Tara. Really? So Tara and I have been going out for about a year. And actually, I thought I was planning on proposing. I'd spoken to Tara's father and he'd given permission. And Tara and I hadn't really talked about marriage very much because we didn't, we didn't want to just fall into being engaged. Yeah. Um, we wanted it to be like a proper moment. So we hadn't really talked about marriage or engagement very much at all. And But I'd got a, I'd got a sapphire to put in a ring. Not the ring, but a sapphire, a teal sapphire to, <laughs> to propose. Talk to Tara's father. Everything was ready. I'd planned the day. We were going to come down to Brighton. We lived in London at that time. We going to come down to Brighton. And I, then I was going to propose. And then the night before we came... Uh, Tara and I had dinner, and Tara said to me, "Oh, Johnny, I've been having these nightmares." Uh, I thought, "Oh, that's interesting. What a, what about?" So I've been having these nightmares that you're going to propose, and I think she said, "I think it m- must be because I'm probably deep down scared that you're going to be ready before I am." Oh no! I thought, "Oh no, <laughs> I've sort of planned the whole day after us. Oh no!" <laughs> and so I went back that night and thought. I I, ch- I phoned some friends of mine, asked what to do, and they said, you know, may, maybe delay a little bit. There's no harm in delaying. And I thought, yeah, that's probably the right thing. And then I woke up the next morning with a sore throat. I didn't feel very well, and I thought, let's cancel this day in Brighton together, and I'll just do it another time. And so I read, I read the Bible that morning, and there were some things I read in Isaiah that just sort of just built up my spirit a bit when I was feeling quite shaky. And then I read the New Testament. And the New Testament reading was when John, it was in the Bible in one year, and it was, it must have been for the 3rd of January, and uh, where Jesus goes to be baptised by John. And it said, John tried to deter Jesus, but Jesus said, no, do it now <laughs> to fulfil all righteousness. And I'd just written at the top of this piece of paper, I'm thinking of delaying it. And then I read, no, do it now. And so I thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. I'm not, you know, that could be a coincidence. You yeah. never know. And but I thought, okay, we'll just go, we'll go with the day. And we went down to Brighton. We saw St. Peter's. Our hearts leapt together when we saw St. <laughs> Peter's for the first time. And then went down to the beach. And I get, and then I sort of set up some other signs yeah. from God. I, I placed uh, three stones on uh, the breakwater, on the wooden breakwater. <laughs> and then we had a competition to see if we could knock the stones off. And normally I'd be much better at Tara than that. But I said, OK, Lord, if Tara knocks off all three <laughs> and before I do, then I'll propose. And she's just like, one after the other, knock <laughs> each of them off. So I thought, oh. So then, so then I proposed. Anyway, so it gives, it gives us courage. Yeah. Johnny, you, you've grown up in a, a Christian family. Yeah. I've, I've also grown up in a Christian family. For... For, for maybe people like us, we've always known the sort of the authority of scripture we've, we've yeah. heard about a lot. Or, um, I'm sure there's, there's many people, maybe people who are listening right now and, and actually they've maybe become a Christian the past year or, or um, really new to faith. And they're, they're actually just, um, they, they might sort of know what the Bible is. But um, maybe struggling to understand, well, well where, where, did it, where did it come from? Actually, yeah. and I know we're going to spend a bit of time um, 
talking about the overview of the Bible and we're going to do a bit of stuff around the tricky bits. But just really briefly around, you know, if you were to say to somebody who is a new Christian or somebody who's picked up a Bible for the first time, um, is it like another book? How do you approach the Bible? The Bible is, yeah, it's unlike any book. It's the, the, the Bible is both a human book and a divine book. So it's it's the word of God, mm-hmm. but it's also the work of of human authors. So just can I ask a question? So it was so h- humans wrote it. Yes, God didn't write it. Humans wrote it. So it's a number of different authors over a long period of time, yeah. different books collected yeah. together that seem to have uh, have been inspired by God mm. and inspired by God. So not taken over by God. Yeah. So it wasn't that. Um, one of the biblical authors was sitting there with a pen and then suddenly his hand started moving in ways yes. that he didn't recognise. Uh, the Bible doesn't quite work like that. It's, it's in many ways feels quite a human document. They're mm-hmm. very human emotions. Uh, they're a bit... One of my favourite verses is where Paul is probably dictating this letter and um, in 1 Corinthians. And he says, I, I'm glad I baptised no one while I was among you. And then he says something else. And then he says, oh, hang on. Now, I did baptise a couple of people, but I don't think I baptised anyone else. And he goes back. So you have both, I baptised no one while I was among you, and also I baptised these two people. It was based by a few verses, because he's just forgotten, and then he mm. remembers. And so it's not like just a series of mm. divine statements. It's very human mm. in that way. And so each book has a different feel, because the authors are different. So they're and there's different, different types of books aren't there and they're different types but yeah. there's law books history books prophetic books psalms mm. proverbs letters gospels history yeah so there's a whole different uh, range of styles and authors and mm. times in which they're written and some books are a bit complicated it looks like they're different sources or different stories pulled together into one story so in genesis you have a couple of different creation accounts side by yeah. side. The flood, it looks like there are a couple of different flood stories mm-hmm. sort of merged in together. Yeah. Um, you have one and two chronicles tells the same history as as um, kings, kind of two Samuel and one and two kings. And so, uh, and the gospels, you have four different accounts of life of Jesus. Yeah. And they're all slightly different. So there are all these things that means it's not one neat, long mm-hmm. statement of yeah. either history or universal truths. And yet it seems to have been inspired by God, that God speaks through it, transforms lives through it. And the divine element doesn't take away the human element, and the human element doesn't take away the divine element. And so you can always read it on two different levels. You can you could just read it on a completely human level. You could yeah. try and work out who wrote things, why it was written... Uh, study the grammar, study, um, test the historicity of different mm-hmm. bits. Or you can read it devotionally, yeah. saying, Lord, what do you want to say to me? How do you yeah. want to challenge me? Transform me through this. Speak into my life. Um, and both those ways are legitimate and can help one another. But it's, uh, because it's this combination of the human and the divine together. Thank you so much for, yeah, for your time and all your wisdom and your knowledge and just that was all of it and um and i'm empty now it is really really helpful and and please be encouraged for for those who are doing the growth track you know keep going keep going with the bible and um 
be encouraged that um, that we're all having a go. I think that's a great, you know, have a go, keep going. For it. If you miss out one day with the Bible in one year, don't worry at all. Pick it up the next day and keep going. Yeah, probably don't try and catch up. Yes. Just go go from that day. Yeah, I would, I've I would. done that before where I've tried to, yeah. Yeah. And you end up, you're reading from six weeks ago. And then it's just really discouraging because you're just yeah. days behind. Just do that day. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Johnny, thank you so much. Johnny, would you um, pray for us? Oh, yeah, finish? although I, pr- I prayed last time, James. Yeah. I feel like it's your turn to pray. We could get the steward that's up here on the i360. But yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. No, it didn't actually do Another glass of champagne. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, yeah, let, let, let me pray and then oh, we'll finish. Are delicious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This scones. Lord, we thank you so much for this time to, to talk about your word and the Bible. Lord, and I pray for all of us who are doing the growth track this year. Lord, I pray that as we spend time reading the Bible, your word, that we will know you more. Lord, I pray you will reveal to us more of who you are, and Lord, and through your power and through your scripture, you will continue to change us each day. And Lord, we just pray, um, yeah, yeah we'll, we will all continue to grow in our faith. We thank you for this time. We thank you for Johnny. Amen. Amen. Great. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.